Metronome active. Don't need a metronome Metro- for this. Oh, no metronome. Compressor engaged. Compressors don't go on until the editing phase. Internet speed running at 125. Don't need the internet for any of this shit. Room temperature 68.3. More like 71. Pants are on. Well, yours might be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Is Prado Field green light? Fuck yeah. Oh boy. Man. Man. Oh boy. Another dreary day. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Is it? Uh, so. Yeah. I went over to this girl's house. Yeah. She knew I was coming. Yeah. That's always a plus when you uh, show up at a woman's house. Yeah. It's nice to know that they expect you. And typically, they're not expecting me because I usually just stand outside the window and stare. But she actually knew I was coming on this one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, um, I get there. That's the preferred method. Okay. She left the door there. unlocked. All right. Which I didn't appreciate, but okay, I get it. That's not very safe, is nope, it? Nope. Not at all. Yeah. And as I made very clear to her, just because she lives in a small town doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that men don't like to rape happen. women. Yeah. Yeah. So... I walk in, mm-hmm. um, and she was passed out on the couch. Okay. Not passed out, but she'd fallen asleep. Right. So she had fallen asleep watching some show on TV. So you sat on her face and farted. No. That's good. No. Um, so as I walked in, she woke up. Okay. Okay. Because you made a lot of noise barging through the door? Well, I'm not quiet really in anything I do. You're not much you know. of a ninja. Are no. You? No. Um, <laughs> so she had fallen asleep watching some show on TV. Mm-hmm. Well, that show ended while she was sleeping, mm-hmm. and the movie Fifty Shades of Grey came on. Okay. Now, mm. never seen it. No, I haven't either. Haven't read the books. Nope, me either. I've heard from several women that it the books are awful. Like, it's just not well written. I mean, it... it oh, okay. You know, that, you know, the buzz that, you, that we heard when it was really hot is the women weren't clamoring from the books because of how well they were written. It was because of the, it was because of what was being written. Mm. You know, it was the, it was, it was the content. It wasn't how it was done. The prose was not impressive. Yes. So, uh, people who read a lot have sold, have told me the books are, you know, they're terrible books to read, but if you want to read about sex, go ahead, you know, mm. have at it. And I've always heard the movies are worse than the books. Yeah. It's just, it's just garbage. Well, movies usually are worse than the right. books. Right. But, so you wouldn't know though because you don't read books. No, I don't. I only see movies. Yeah. Um. So it's on, and I sit down on her couch, mm-hmm. and I make fun of her for watching Fifty Shades Grey, and then she tells me I didn't know. You know, it came on. I was. I'm not. I'm not intentionally watching it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like oh, okay. And uh, so she's like, "We can change it." I'm like, "No." Oh. Let's see what, see what it's about. See what the hype's about. Yeah. And this is early on in the Why movie. Why not? Okay. So How this, do you know if you've never seen it? Yeah, I don't. You're right. Right. How do you know if it was early on in the movie if you've never seen it? Well, because like I, she had just met the guy. Like I know the pre- the, oh, the, okay. the overall premise. I get, I know what it, what the premise is. Oh, I don't even know what the premise is. Oh, so yeah. No. Well, so um, the girl had just met the guy. It must have just recently started. And okay. I'm like, yeah, I'll give you know, let's see what it's about. Mm-hmm. And I start watching it. Yeah. It's not a good movie. No? No. Like, the writing, mm. the acting, the... I thought you said you don't know anything about any of that stuff. Hmm? What do you mean? When we've had movie shows before, and Nick and I talk about stuff, you're like, I don't understand what good acting or writing or... Well, it just... Cinematography or editing. He's yeah, like, like, I don't... I, I don't, the difference. I don't so know... how can you say it's not a good movie? I don't, don't know good editing, bad editing, and I don't know cinematography. No, I don't. But just, just the... Kind of the... Just the kind of the way that they spoke and just kind of like... 
the storyline I didn't really follow. I just kind of seemed it seemed a little a little a little sloppy. Okay, so that's writing. Yeah. So, okay. um, which makes sense because it's based off of a book that was also shitty writing. Okay. So I guess it would make sense that you know. I wonder if the same dude adapted the screenplay. I do, do not think? know. Or I same dude or guy g- girl. Uh, I think that was a, pretty sure it was a woman. Okay. But I don't know. Um. Anyway, so as we're watching it. Mm-hmm. I'm asking this. I'm asking her questions. I'm like, so, cause I, I think she said that she had seen, I think she said she had seen all of them, mm-hmm. but I, but she did say that she didn't, she didn't watch them. I think she watched them just cause just to watch them. I don't think she watched them cause she was a fan. Cause I think she said she, there's only two, right? Three. There's three 50 yeah. shades movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, anyway, so I'm asking her questions like, so what's this guy all about? Like, what's that about? Like, what's this? And she's like, oh, that's this, that's this. She's explaining it. So I'm watching it. And <laughs> as I'm watching, I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm trying to figure out what the appeal is, mm-hmm. right? I'm trying to figure out why women were so obsessed with these movies. Right. Or at least the first one, which by the way, on the, on the, on the, um, TV, it was like a one star rating on this movie. Oh. So. Okay. I, I, I was I was gonna say I was gonna make the point that the first one was probably you know may have been good but the rest sucked. The first was probably better than the sequels because they usually true, are. but the first sucked too. So, so it really if the first was a one star. Yeah, right. The next two must be pretty awful. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so I'm watching and I'm like, huh, and I'm trying to figure out what the appeal is for mm-hmm. women in general mm-hmm. because I'm not saying every woman in America, but a lot of women were beside themselves about this movie, right? You must, you, you remember it. I remember there's a lot of hype about it. Yeah. yeah. And women were, you know, flocking to theaters to see the movie. Okay. I don't remember that so much as I just remember the book was a really hot topic. Right. But whatever. So, um, which led me to think, to believe that women are really into this. Like they must think they must find it appealing. Like it must be sexy or, 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 you know, they must. So what is so unsexy about it? Because I don't, I honestly don't know anything about it. I just know that there's a lot of sex in it. Yeah. So essentially the storyline is. Um, this girl who's in her like early twenties, mm-hmm. um, interviews this billionaire who's like, I don't, it, I don't know how old he was in the, supposed to, the character supposed to be, but he appeared to be, I don't know, mid to late thirties, I guess. Okay. I, I don't know. Maybe early thirties. Um, and basically he's a, um, he's a dominant, like, uh, sexually he's into like dominant submission stuff. Okay. And he's dominant right. and he like basically introduces her to that world and she had no exposure to it whatsoever. Okay. And apparently in the books, it gets very detailed of the stuff they do together. And in the movies, it gets very detailed of what they do together. And I think that's what women, and apparently he's supposed to be really attractive and like, you know, uh, in the movie, he's supposed to be super hot. And in the books, I think they described him as being really attractive, wealthy, you know, okay. Everything that women want allegedly or or whatever. That's the impression I was under. So I'm watching the movie and I'm watching this guy and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, okay, what, what does he offer that women are just all over? Like what, what, what does he, what do women want here? What, what are they seeing here? Mm-hmm. And I'm watching it and almost immediately I'm like, that's what women are clamoring for. Is that, that kind of guy? Right. Because he's very, uh, impersonal, very kind of cold, very, mysterious which you know god you, you know his women love mystery sure right they do um very um no zero sense of humor zero like just you know very much like very stoic yes yeah okay i guess um 
but yeah, you know, a couple instances. So on the, you know, in one of the, in one of the, when the, he's sitting at a table with her and he says something to her. And this is again, early on when they first start, you know, before they, ha- before they even have sex or anything, before they even gets to that point. And he says something to her and she says something like, I'm very intimidated by you. Mm-hmm. And he says, you should be. Huh? Okay. Like that. And I'm not saying the whole movie should be based on that line. But that is an example. That's who this guy was. Like, just very... And I, I thought to myself... That's kind of rapey. Do women find that sexy? And then at, at another point in the movie, she mentions uh, making love. Like, she said something to the effect of, you know, are, will, will, you know will we make love or something? Mm-hmm. And he says something, something to the effect of... Now, I think they... Bl- they well, they obviously edited it for TV... But he says, he says he's staring right at her. No smiles, no laughs. He's like, I don't make love. I fuck hard. Mm-hmm. I, well, that's what I think it's supposed to say. He right. said play hard in the TV okay. edit. But I think the word is supposed to be fuck. Okay. And he's not, there's no smiling. There's no, it's, this isn't flirting. This is just, he's mm-hmm. just telling her directly, like, mm-hmm. this is what, this is what I am. Right. And I thought to myself, wait a minute. That's what women want? That's what women are clamoring for is... The dark, mysterious, fucking serious, like intimidating, controlling, fucking like that. That's what women want in a man. Like that's what they all. That's what these housewives dream about. Is a guy to control them and fucking, you know, make them do stuff and 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 and, and you know, um, I can't think of the word. I think that there's something to be said for lust and fantasy in that there are probably certain types of sexuality that are unexplored by a lot of relationships. And I think that some women probably a lot of women, some some degree might feel somewhat dissatisfied when their sex life or something like that. A lot of them do. Yeah. Well, and you gotta f- I, I, well, I, I don't think that that's what they want from a guy full time, but there may be some primal lust and some curiosity and some excitement in that. What if I was with a guy that was dominant like that and just took me, hmm. you know, um, it's so they want it both ways. They want a guy who can be, you know, Phil Dunphy one minute and then the next minute be I, no, rapey I, fucking intimidating fucking asshole who ties no, her to the ceiling. I don't, I don't think so. I think mm. so. I was, so one of the gals I was talking to online, mm-hmm. um, we ended up talking about penis size. Okay. And she introduced the term to me, boyfriend dick. And yeah. I'd never heard that before. Right. But there's boyfriend dick and there's vacation dick. Okay. Now vacation dick is like a porn dick. It's okay. big. It's, you know, just this monstrous thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the way she explained it to me is she's like, look, women are curious and every once in a while, maybe it's cool to have a vacation dick, but you don't want that full time. You want boyfriend dick. You want something that's average and nice and comfortable and that doesn't hurt. And that's just, you know, just right. Basically. Okay. So when you equate that to beyond, you know, dick size, and when you're talking about just, you know, dominance and that Uh sort of thing, I would imagine that it's just like vacation dick where there is a certain amount of um, primal, lustful, dominant sex that maybe they would like to experience once in a while, but I don't think that that's what most women want all the time. Mm. 
So, My guess. I'm uh, a dude. I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking no, maybe, about. No, maybe you're right. I'm, that's what I'm guessing. I just, uh, uh, and maybe I, yeah, and maybe I'm not. I wasn't thinking at. I wasn't. I, maybe I didn't get it. Maybe, it's, maybe it was over my head. Maybe you're right. Maybe women were clamoring for it and rushing to the theaters for it and buying the books and and reading it and and, and, and whatever. Maybe it was all because they just want like ten minutes of that and then go back to mm. the husband shoving it in them every Saturday night at nine o'clock. Mm. Maybe that's what. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. It's just you know, they like the idea of having a little tiny bit of that once in a while, but right. maybe that's not what they want full-time sure i guess i took it as if if women were going that crazy over it that must be what they want is a guy to be like that guy like i can't imagine most women would want that i can't imagine it either right but so yeah so maybe it is maybe it's what you're saying maybe maybe women were obsessed with it because they just want to do it for five minutes and be dead never do and you know i think it's just a curiosity thing it's a primal curiosity lustful Hmm. thing that it just sparks something and they're like, you know, let's look at this and experience this and imagine what that might be like. And, you know, whatever, maybe there's some excitement in it, but no, I don't, I, I mean, I don't think most guys are dominant like that. I don't think most guys are stoic like that. I, I would like to think that most guys have personality and they yeah. treat women, they don't say rapey things to them and, mm-hmm. you know, they treat them like equals. And I would imagine that most guys are probably like that. And most women are probably looking for something like that. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's always going to be a niche, niche group. Right, right. You know, there right. are probably some women that are totally into that, and they all they all they want is BDSM when it comes right. to sex and right. that sort of thing. But right. not, you know, most women maybe they would want to play around with that a little bit, but maybe not necessarily full time. But mm-hmm. sure, there are some people that are just like, yeah, I'm a dominatrix or I'm yeah, a submissive, right, right, and right, that's right, all right, I want to do. Right, right. Yeah, know? I get that. Yeah, I just, I guess I was watching the movie and I was watching this guy and I'm like, I don't understand the appeal. I don't know, hmm. I, you know, and of course there were several scenes where he had, you know, got, you know, he has to have a shirt off, you know, and of course he's ripped, right? He, you know, great sure. body. And, you know, yeah. um, I actually thought, didn't think he was that, you know, he, he didn't have a face that I would say is, he I, he doesn't come across as that attractive. I, I mean, he didn't have the look. He didn't have. He didn't look like Ryan Reynolds, right? He didn't look like, hmm. you know, he didn't have the look. He didn't I don't have even that know face. Who the actors are in the movie, so I, I don't know who he is. It, Dakota Johnson was the female in it. Oh, okay. um, what's okay. her name? Daughter. Um, Don Johnson yeah, and right. whatever her name is, Melanie, Melanie Griffith. Griffith. Yeah, yeah. So their daughter was the female lead. Okay. In it. Um, and then I yeah I don't I have no idea who this guy was. I'm guessing, he, I you know I don't know. I'm assuming he hasn't had a lot of work since then, but, um, but he was the main guy in all three of them. So he at least okay. got three movies out of it. Right. And he probably doesn't give a shit. He made enough money to not work again. He's probably done. Yeah, I suppose. Um, <laughs> but then again, that's his legacy. True. <laughs> like you made three somewhat. Well, I don't want to say that the other two were big. I don't even know if the other two made theater or not, I guess, but I don't even know there was three. Yeah. The first <laughs> I one, a, I know the first one made Shades theater. Darker. Wasn't that the mm-hmm. second one? Yep. And the third one's called Fifty Shades Freed. Hmm. No okay. idea. So the second one, so we didn't watch the whole movie, by the way. Okay. So I didn't even see any of the of the of the stuff. Uh, the, he, um, like at one point in the movie, <coughs> um, he finds out that she's a virgin. Okay. And she's like twenty two, and like, like they're in his condo, and she and this and she and again they hadn't done anything yet, and he finds out that she's a virgin, and he puts his hand out. And she's like, well, and he stands up 
And she stands up. She's like, well, what, do you, what are we doing? He's like, we're going to rectify that. Hmm. And the next scene is he's pulling her clothes off, throwing her on the bed, and he's giving it to her. Hmm. Well, really? And, you, and, and by the way the movie went, it's like she enjoyed that, right? Like she liked, you know. Now, he wasn't being rough, right? He wasn't, you know, it, right. it, it, it had no, it, there was no toys involved. It was just him having sex with her. Mm. But he rectified it, it you know, according right. to him. And I thought to myself, hmm. Yeah. Is that, I, I, I guess that, that just, I, nothing about this guy seemed appealing to me. I, that, I guess that's what I'm trying to get at. Right. Like, I don't understand the appeal. I don't understand the attraction. I don't understand how women would think that that's hot at all. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, it, it, I, I'm, I was, I was surprised. Um, and like, you know, in the movie, he has her early on, he has her sign a confidentiality agreement so that, you know, whatever they do or say before they even got into anything, before they even started talking about what his hobby is, um, they, he made her sign this agreement that she couldn't talk about anything. Right. And then after he showed her the room where all the toys are and all the stuff is, um, and she agreed that she would be a part of it. Oh, and the agreement was that she has her own bedroom in his condo in Seattle. They do not sleep in the same bed together because he told her, I don't sleep with anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, she asked if they, if, if during this they were considered like having a relationship, it could go out on dates and go do stuff. He's like, no, I don't really do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she was only allowed to be there Friday through Sunday. She had her own bedroom and basically she would just spend the weekends there doing this with him and then mm. that would be it that, that was the arrangement that was the relationship mm. now probably the funniest well i and i didn't, again i didn't watch the whole movie so i didn't see any of the really dirty stuff but then again it was on tv so i probably wouldn't have seen no, much anyway probably wouldn't see much. the actual movie is probably a lot more <clears throat> but um one the one funny part of the movie or i thought it was pretty funny uh was he had they he basically has a contract he has her sign Mm-hmm. and it's it's, a, it's like a dominant submissive contract so and it's a whole thing like submissive will use oral birth control um you know at all times mm-hmm. uh submissive will you know work out two days a week and you know eat a balanced meal every day you know every meal whatever like okay. that's that's what this contract was and it was all all aspects of her life right like submissive cannot date any other men you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, one of the funny parts of the movie, and I, I actually kind of laughed, was as they got into it, it started talking about what she al- what, what she would allow him to do, right? Because mm-hmm. he told her early on, and this is way more about this movie than anyone cares about, but um, he told her early on, you, you know, he, they had safe words. He's like, at any time that you want to be done with me, say the word and I'll put you back in Portland and you'll never see me again. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, you know, it's all up to you. Well, you know, right. if you want out, you're out. Well, anyway, so they're, they're talking about, they're discussing this contract at this table (laughs) and she's like, and she's basically redlining it. Like she's going through and saying stuff that she wanted taken out of the contract. Yeah. She's like, she's like anal fisting. And he's like, yes. She's like out. (laughs) You you see him scratch it out of the paper. And she's like, um, same applies to vaginal fisting. (laughs) And he's like, are you sure? She's like, yes. (laughs) He scratches it out. That's kind of funny. And then she's like, and then she goes, genital clamps. And she's staring at him and he goes to grab his pen. She's like, out. And he's like, oh. <laughs> he scratches it out. That was, that, was kind of, that was a little bit funny because, you know, she was a virgin right. prior to any of this. Yeah, so she has sure. no idea what any of this stuff is, you know, right. or, or allegedly. Um, 
And then at the end of that exchange, um, she goes, what's a butt plug? <laughs> and then it went to commercial. And then when it came back, it was like two different scenes. So he didn't show what he said, but, oh. um, anyway, well, that's probably the editing of the movie. Yeah, probably, right. Right. It was a joke. It was just, yeah. Something else. Right. It was the funny way to end the scene. Um, but that part was kind of funny when she's talking about, you know, stuff that he could, couldn't do. Um, but anyway, I, I don't know. I, 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 I guess I'm just bringing it up in that. It just, I, you know, when we talk about online dating and we talk about finding women and we talk about being frustrating, like, you know, yeah. What are women looking for? Like what, what do I women want? That's what they're looking for. I no, really don't. No, I, I, I don't either, but, but at the same time, well, I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe it was just morbid curiosity. I don't know. Maybe it was because it was a book that had really dirty language in it and women just wanted to read something that was really dirty. Maybe that's mm. all it was. Yeah. You know, cause most books don't probably go into detail, like what that book probably does. Right. Right. Probably he shoved not. this in there and it felt like this. I mean, I, you right. know, so maybe that's what women wanted just out of curiosity. Sure. And maybe the movie was just, they clamored for it because, Oh, I get to watch it on screen. It makes it even more hot. Like mm -hmm. I'm going to go. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I just, but the way that they portray the guy in the movie is that he's, you know, super, you know, wealthy, hot, you know, you know, mysterious, edgy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And I just, I look at myself and I'm like, I'm 1000% opposite that guy. Like I'm not edgy or dark or mysterious at all. No. Um, but I think that's okay. I don't think most women are looking for guys like that. Some certainly yeah, are, yeah. but I, I would like to think that most women are just looking for normal average, just good guys. Yeah. Well, know, that yeah. don't look like a train wreck. Right. No. So, we look like train wrecks. That's why we well, are still. I wouldn't go that far. Oh, oh. <laughs> I that far. Um, so anyway, yeah, uh, I don't know. So apparently um, the second movie and it, the, oh, by the way, they were showing the whole trilogy on the, on the TV. Oh, <laughs> so you can watch all three in a row. Oh, goody. Super exciting. Mm. And with commercials, you've got to figure that's like a seven hour fucking oh, sure. viewing. Right. If you're going to watch all of them. Right. Could you imagine? Yeah. <sighs> <No>. <laughs> um, so I asked, uh, apparently it was the first one is based on the book and it's on, you know, basically him bringing her into this world and she participates and blah, blah, blah. Apparently the second movie, there's some guy trying to kill her. Okay. Not that, not the guy she's with, but some, I, somehow it turns into like a serial killer kind of, or like a killer kind of thing. Okay. Uh, and then the third movie, they get married. Okay. Which is funny because in the first movie, all he talks about is, I don't have relationships. I don't sleep right, with women. Right. I don't, it's never personal. It's all about punishment and reward. That's all this is. Hmm. I do stuff to you. Too? So were there three books or is it? I don't just know. Movies I don't know. Sequels? I don't know. Oh, so yeah, the third movie could have been just garbage, just written to try to make money. It probably it. was. Okay. Um, but then I was informed that cause I brought that up. I'm like, so he ends up marrying her and being like a husband. Like that's exactly what he didn't want. Right. And I was told that he, during the course of the movies, he, he realizes that he wants to, to be more with her than just a subject and a master. Like mm. he wants more than that. He so wants there to, is a character arc. Yeah. So, right. So he is, you know, he turns into now, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I guarantee I'm not going to watch the third movie, but I'm right. going to assume that, you know, once they get married, it's probably a little more than just slapping her with a whip once a week. Uh, you know, I would uh, assume. Sure. Uh, I, neither of us are probably going to watch the movie, so no. I don't know. No. 
anyway there you go so there's 50 shades of gray yeah i was just i was kind of i don't know just because i'm not i'm not that guy at all no you're not i I don't have looking for that guy i don't think i don't know yeah i don't know Uh, or maybe you're right maybe it's just just curiosity just board housewives that just want to see what none of the women that i've talked to online are looking for that type of guy granted they weren't necessarily looking for me either right but they're not looking for that yeah you know and i've talked to a few women online yeah and none of them gave me the impression that that's what they're after but they want a guy who is completely in control and you know right they're just that's not yeah that's not the type of women i've run into right because that kind of goes against what women are trying to accomplish in the world isn't it yes yeah right exactly (laughs) which is why i say maybe it's just some sort of primal fantasy thing yeah right that must be is just experiencing it once or yeah. even just being exposed to the thought of it as opposed to actually carrying out an experience but it's not something you want full-time yeah right i don't know hmm. but anyway would you, would you let a woman whip you no hang you from the ceiling no tie her balls no slap your dick no i wouldn't either hmm I don't see the, I don't, I guess I'm not, I'm not sure I would see the pleasure in it. I'm not no, sure where that I'm comes from. I'm not into pain. I'm into pleasure. Right. I'm not either. Yeah. Could you do it to someone else? No. Hmm. So let's say that you found the right woman. Okay. And she said, you know what? Here's what I'm into. Mm-hmm. Would you say I'm out? Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Cause she wouldn't be my woman then. If she like lined up in every other area, but that's what she was really into and that's how she wanted to have sex. Nope. I'm out. She's hmm. not the right one. Even though you line up on everything else. Mm-hmm. Yep, <clears throat> I'm out. I can't, I wouldn't, I couldn't whip someone or hurt yeah. someone. And even if they got off doing it, no, right. that's just too fucked up for right. me. Right. I don't think I wouldn't can do it, it either. No. Mm-mm. Weird. Yeah. I shouldn't say weird. It's not weird. People have their own well, thing. I mean, they can do their own thing. some people it's are into balloons. Some people I mean. are into feet. Sure. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Mm. Um, you certainly aren't in defeat. No, I am not in defeat. No. Um, I like to piss on women, but there's a, (laughs) but there's a lot of the people, women out there that like that. So I don't have too much problem trouble finding anybody. So yeah, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, so I I wanted to get that out. It has nothing to do with the topic today, but I just had to get it out. Awkward segue. I don't know how we're going to, Oh, by the way, Dakota Johnson is fetching. Yeah. Good looking girl. Yeah. I hope she gets more roles. I don't know. I haven't seen her in anything since. Mm. Oh, where are you going? My butt gets sore from sitting in this chair. Oh, I thought you were getting up to pee or something. No. Oh. Um, she's cute though, Dakota Johnson. Okay. Much more attractive than he was. Well, but you are a guy and you're straight. And Granted. You think women are generally more attractive. Than Granted. Women, so. Granted. That stands to reason. Um, and funny. No. Her roommate in the movie mm-hmm. kind of resembles one of my daughter's teachers, which I thought was weird. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad you threw that in there. I just don't know. Granted, my daughter's teacher is married with like four kids, but... Okay. And even if she were single, I wouldn't hit on her. She's my daughter's teacher. Oh, okay. I'm just saying that it's just odd. All right. That's just the similarity. Oh, I'm just... I'm really glad you brought it up. I, I, is, is that weird? I know. I just no think one, it's... Since no one just, knows what your fucking... No. What, what that teacher looks like. No. Whatever. Well, if you've seen the movie, Fifty Shades of Grey... Okay. All right. Dakota um, Johnson's roommate okay. looks similar to one of my daughter's teachers. Okay, yeah. and that's good information to have. Yeah, for the five people that have seen the movie that are listening to us. <laughs> right. Because... If that. We, yeah, we have mostly men in our audience, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. Most sure. of which probably haven't seen the movie. No, I don't think so. So, okay. Okay. 
awkward segue. Yeah, there's really no good way to do it. No, there really isn't. Um, this is our annual yearly mm. wrap-up, yeah. yearly New Year, looking forward to the New Year show. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, uh, this drops on New Year's Eve, December 31st, uh, 2020. I hope you're not at a party. Yeah. Right? Oh, shit. Get back to that again. And that pretty much sums up 2020, doesn't it? Yep, sure does. Boy. What a fucked year, man. What a fucked year. And that's... Now, that's just from the COVID perspective. Yeah. There was a lot of other shit that wasn't real good this year either. Mm. But the COVID thing really fucked, fucking sucked. Yeah, and it's still going. Yeah. So it's not... Let's not talk sucked yeah. past tense. Well, I'm hoping by the time sucking. this... Yeah, hopefully the vaccines are... We're obviously recording the show a few weeks ahead of the actual date. So hopefully right. by now, when you're hearing this, people are getting shots. But right. that's for the people who are willing to get shots. Because, you know, there's a portion of America that won't get the shot. Yeah, right. I, 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 uh, I can't even speak on that topic. I, it blows my mind. Mm. Uh, to each his own, I what guess. What are we afraid? I, well, I, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I just I blows know. my mind. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so 2020. Man. It was rough. It's a rough one. It was rough. Um, so socially, mm. COVID I think was the winner. That was the biggest yeah. suck yeah. of the year, I'd say. Right. Yeah. Um, we had some protesting mm -hmm. in the spring. We had some yeah. unnecessary deaths in the spring mm -hmm. that that fired that started the protesting. Right. That sucked. Yeah. The death sucked. The protests sucked. Mm -hmm. um, you certainly didn't like the curfews. The curfews sucked. Mm -hmm. um, socially, is there anything else socially that was a real bitch this year? Those are probably the two biggest things, I right? I'd say those are the biggest ones. Yeah. Um, politically, <laughs> not a whole lot to say. It just was rough. Right. It was rough. <laughs> um, I, we're not even going to get into it. It's just not worth getting into. We Everyone knows. I mean, whatever. Hmm? No, I was just, I, we don't need to get into the details of why, you know, Donnie was bad oh, or good. No, let's we're just, not gonna, let's just, no, we're not know, touching that. Some folks really like him. Some don't, but yeah. if you didn't like him, this was a really bad year. Mm. If you did like him, it was also kind of a bad year because he got <laughs> kind of fucking, you know, thrown on, he, he got some fucking, some bullets here at the end. I mean, not literally <laughs> not li fucking right. secret service is going to come to my house. No um, but you know, just, you know, mm. took some, some heat. Yeah. Um, and he ended up losing the election, which if you were a fan of his probably isn't what you wanted. Right. Um, probably not. No. Right. So politically it sucked too. Mm -hmm. I can't think of anything politically that was real good. No. Um, sports wise. Well, it sucks because to the of the COVID, COVID thing. Yeah. Yeah. Although mm, my what team happened? won the championship. They, they did. Yeah. They did. Um, and I've been reading a lot lately. They've been catching a lot of headlines lately. Your team. As of when we record this, just of signings and re-signings mm -hmm. and, and yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, they got some money out there. Mm -hmm. They're really throwing money at people. Mm -hmm. um, so that sucked, other than your team winning, but everything else sucked. <laughs> uh, personally? Oh, boy. Would you like to get into why it sucked for you? Yep. Okay. Um, Only a couple things. <laughs> just one or two. For our regular listeners, you'll yeah. remember that last year at this time, yeah. um, I was talking to a certain gal that I thought things were going really well, and basically, I think it was on New Year's Eve, actually, is when she started distancing herself, and I was stressed out about this particular girl going into the new year. Yeah. 
So already, my new year was stressing about a girl. Yep. So that's how I rung in, rang mm-hmm. in 2020, mm-hmm. is stressing about a woman. Yep. Um, that particular relationship didn't go anywhere. No. That was dead. Um, in the spring, I met someone that was pretty damn incredible. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know what? I may, I might have to stop looking. Yeah. I may be done here. Yep. This may be Jackpot. the proverbial one. Right. Then COVID hit. Then I got temporarily laid off. Then I got permanently laid off. Yeah. Then this thing with this this girl fell apart, and I lost that. Oh. After the layoffs, you also had to get rid of your favorite car. Forgot about the Mustang. Yeah. I had to get rid of my car after I was temporarily laid off. Right. The car that you spent a shitload of money to own and yep. maintain and fix. Yep. That's right. You totally forgot about the Mustang. Yeah. Yep. See you later. So that was nice. Yep. That was good. Mm-hmm. So that happened after the temporary layoff. Yeah. Um, there was the permanent layoff. There was the end of that relationship that I thought had long-term potential. Um, there were... Hundreds of other online rejections and some other dates that never turned into anything. Yep. There was a, my car broke down. Um, I needed a new car and I inherited a car payment when I don't have a job. Yeah. And I had a light at the end of the tunnel with this web developer certification course. And yep. then reality struck and mm-hmm. I realized that that wasn't very realistic. Yeah. And I still don't have a fucking plan. Yeah. So that fell apart. Yeah. And... That's kind of where I am right now. And you got to spend Thanksgiving and probably Christmas virtually with your family right. because of COVID. Yep, because of COVID. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. Haven't been to movie theater in months. You haven't, I'm saying. No. Um, I, I did see actually one of the girls I went on a date with. We did go to a movie. Yeah. But I mean, typically Post-COVID, you've gone to a lot more movies. We saw the Russell Crowe movie Unhinged. Yeah. But yeah. typically you'd have been to a lot more movies because that's your thing. You right. enjoy seeing movies. Yeah. So that got killed by yeah, COVID. It did. So yeah, pretty two good things. Okay, go ahead. Um, I by the time that this airs, I will have released two albums in 2020. Yep. There's a COVID nineteen album I released in the spring, mm-hmm. and um, on or about December 18th, depending on how long it takes for um, them to get everything released because of COVID and all that shit. My these online gals, my mm-hmm. second album will have been released. Yep. So that's one thing. I got two albums out. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't catch COVID. Nope, you didn't. Not yet. Not yet. Not as of the airing of the show. Not as of the airing of the show or the recording of the show. Maybe recording by the, the time show. it airs, yeah. I'll, I'll have gotten it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, hmm. I do like the new car. Yep. I don't like the new car payment. Nope. Mm. <clears throat> one good thing. <laughs> One good thing is I actually got uh, forgiveness, not forgiveness. I got a forbearance on my mortgage for six months. Wow. That's nice. So I didn't have to pay that for six months. So mm-hmm. that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Student loans are the same thing, right? I only got three months on those. But yes, I got a three month forbearance on the student loans. That's still going for everybody. Hmm? That's been going since spring for everybody. What? Student loan forbearance. No, they made me jump back on after three months. What? Yeah. Hmm. I asked, I called the 
the lender and I said, due to financial difficulties, I need to, in a layoff from COVID, I need, you know, to suspend payments for a while. And they basically said, I filled out a form. They said, what I want your start and end date to be. And I put down six months and I got something back that basically says you've been approved for a three month forbearance. And after those three months expired, I had to start paying again. Are your loans through FedLoan? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. When I last fall, or when I moved out, I asked for a one-year forbearance on my loans. Got it. A year. Got it. And then when my year was up in August or September, I got an email saying the federal government has suspended repayment on all student loans through the end of December. Donnie approved that. So it's supposed to start up again at the end of this month. And I just read an article yesterday that the Department of Education has now extended forbearance through the end of January on student loans. So I'm confused as to why you've had to been paying because I don't think most people are. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, too yeah. late now. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> we should have had this conversation five months ago. Probably should have. Alrighty. Well, yeah. you're ahead of me now, though. Yeah. Oh, I should also tell people what number I'm at as of the recording of this thing. Yeah. Um, as far as the messages that I've sent in my online dating statistics, since that took up a large chunk of the year. It sure did. Um, so to date, I have now written to 2,638 women. Yeah. 173 have applied or replied. Yeah. That resulted in 96 actual conversations. Yep. Meaning I wasn't, I got ghosted on some of those, but it wasn't like a two exchange right. thing, an actual right. conversation. Of those 96 conversations, I had 16 phone calls, and I've been on 30 dates yeah. since November 2018. Yeah. And still no girlfriend. Two years. Yeah. So it was a good one for me. Yeah. Rough year. How about you? Rough 12 months. Um, <laughs> not as bad as yours. No. I can't claim that I've had it that bad, probably. Well, um, I you know, shit. moved out last November. Yeah. Um, the, the divorce process, you know, in theory started, you know, last August when I confronted her, you know, told her I wanted out. But, August of 2019. Yeah, yeah. Right. But officially, I guess when you look at it legally, it starts the day you move out or that's what we've been using for the date, which is November 2nd right. of 2019. So, right. Right. So November 2nd, 2019 is when the process officially started between of like negotiating and figuring out how we're going to do it. Um, it is now December of 2020 mm -hmm. and we have made zero progress. Yeah. So I spent 13 months, a oh, few days over 13 months now mm -hmm. accomplishing absolutely nothing. Right. Lots of emails yeah. from my side, not as many replies from their side. Because they just not. don't reply that right. often. Yeah. Um, when they do, it's basically them saying, nope, More time. we're out. We're or, not doing that. Yeah, or that. They don't offer any kind of alternate plan. Mm -hmm. Usually it's just, nope, we're not doing that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've been in front of the judge once, mm -hmm. and he basically told us, like, figure it out. Don't come back here. Yeah. Like, you don't, this divorce does not need to be in court. It's too simple. Yeah. This isn't complicated. Figure it out. Right. And that was back in June or yeah. ju June. Right. Um, July, we had a video conference with neutral attorneys who basically told us sp more specifically her 
that she does indeed, you know, need to do a couple of different things. Mm -hmm. And that's what a judge would say if we went to court mm -hmm. and she, you know, they haven't taken any action to go that road. You know, she, right. they're still playing it as they don't, you know, have to do anything. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's where we are. So as of right now, we have a trial date set for March. Yeah. Um, even though the judge mm -hmm. said, don't come back here. Mm -hmm. So if we do end up going to trial, he's going to be really happy to see us. He sure is. Uh, and I'm going to try to make it abundantly clear that that was not my choice. Right. Because I've spent a year offering negotiations and mm -hmm. I get basically the door slammed every time. So yeah. if they reply at all, it's usually, right. you know, it's, it's been no. Right. Uh, so yeah, that's where that's at. So, so I'm still not, fun. I'm still not divorced after 13 months. Yeah. Which is un incredible. If you think about it, I, yeah. you know, everyone it really is everyone I've talked to, including my attorney, who's been doing family law for 10 plus years. She even told me that this is absolutely absurd. She's, you know, she's like, this divorce should have been, should have taken five, six months and you should have been done a long time ago. Yeah. She's like, I've never seen somebody drag their feet like they do. Right. So that's nice. Yeah. That's cool. You got that going. For yeah. You. Yeah. Um, so there's that. I, uh, found a girl mm -hmm. right away after moving out. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, kind of thought that was it. Yeah. You know? And turns out it wasn't. Yeah. And so started looking again. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I've been dating for a while now. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's where that, that's where my love life is. Yeah. Still, still out there looking. You're not up to 2,638 no. though. No, no. Um, just trying to find, you know, um, seeing a girl now and, and this might, you know, might turn into something, but it's early, mm -hmm. you know, no idea. Right. Going well so far, but we have no idea. Right. Um, job wise. Yeah. I had a boring job in the spring. You did. But it was very stable. It sure was. It was guaranteed like schedule. Yeah. At four o'clock, you were done every day. And you didn't take it home with you. No one called you on the weekends. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, but it was boring. Yeah, it sure was. And I don't like boring. No. So an opportunity popped up in the spring in May yeah. to do a different job. Sure did. And I jumped on it. Mm -hmm. And I made $25,000 more per year. Right. Which is nice. Which is nice. Um, and it really sucked. Boy, did it ever. It was sucked from the, from day one. It sucked. Yeah. Like the very first day it was bad. Right. And it got worse. Yeah. The first day was bad and that was the best day of employment. Yes. For you, probably. Yes. Right. And people, I'm, I'm not, we're not being overly dramatic. The first day literally was awful. Yeah. Like we're not making that, I'm not making that up. Right. Um, and it, yeah, it just got worse and worse. And by the fall, I was so stressed and so just anxiety ridden and, and, and miserable. Like it, it was, it was changing who I was. Like it was yeah. like, I, I, I wasn't talking to friends anymore, not because I didn't want to. I, I just, I, I felt like I couldn't, I didn't have time for anything else. I mean, yeah. weekends were, I, I, I was tied to my phone at night. I was tied to my phone. Like I, I just, it never ended constant mm -hmm. emails and phone calls all day and night. Right. Um, and no, it wasn't, I wasn't making $200,000 a year as a neurosurgeon. No. Yeah. Cause you, you know, cause if, if that were the case, it might be worth the money to be on call sure. all the time. Right. Uh, I was making good money, but not that, not, not nearly that, that. not right. nearly, not I'm rich money. No, not close. No. And, um, I wasn't saving lives. So I was on call 24 hours a day for a job that really yeah. 
at right. the end of the day, yeah. you're not, you know, what are you, what are you accomplishing here? Mm. Yeah. Uh, so come fall, I finally decided, you know what? I think I need to be, I think I need to be done. Yeah. I, I, I can't, I can't keep this lifestyle you up. You put in your time. I, it just was, I was, I was completely miserable, San Diego. So I left it and I didn't have another job lined up. No. And that's a bit of a gamble. That's dumb. Well, yeah, it's a dumb move. It Especially, would have been dumber to stay in something that was driving you crazy, though. Maybe, yeah. I think. Well, what made it more dumb is it was right in the middle of a pandemic, and typically that's not well, a great time to go find a job. I suppose, right? But right, I did it, and I quit, and I felt better after I quit. Yeah. Um, I got exceptionally lucky that I found something else. Yeah. Fairly quickly. Yeah. I'd say. Um, I actually within three weeks I had something else, but it took like two mm -hmm. weeks to start officially start. So sure. I spent five weeks unemployed yeah but two weeks of that was just waiting for my first day yeah so right. not so i can't bitch i mean five weeks total mm -hmm. um could have been a lot worse right um this job that i have that i've started i've been there for a whole week as yeah. of the recording of this show right also not exciting no no it's not it's not uh, um i don't i don't you know it's not driving my passion by any means no but you knew it wouldn't nope um, and it's a lot of numbers and a lot of data and a lot of spreadsheets, which is zero interest to me. Yeah. But, but you're done at four o'clock every correct. day. Correct. It's salaried. You're not getting calls at night. Right. And you have your weekends to yourself. Right. Right. I'm not constantly on call. Um, you're not stressed. No. You know, and it's, and it's, it's good money. It's not, it's a little less than I was making before. Well, yeah, it's about, well, it's about six grand less than I was making in the summer job. But it's still more than I was making in the spring. So I, I, all in all, equal, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, I'm, I'm making more than I was in the spring. Um, but really good company. Mm -hmm. you know, I would love to work with this company forever. Right. I just, I, mean, I, 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 ideally, I find a position in that company that actually excites me. Which could but, happen. Which could happen. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's you know, they Doors make a lot. closed on that. They're pretty big. So we'll see. Um, the downfall is it's a one-year contract job. Right. So a year from now, I could be unemployed again. Could or be, I could be in a different yeah. position with them permanent long-term. Yep. We'll see. Um, that's about it, right? For me? I think so. Oh, I got a different vehicle. Oh, you that was this year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. In the yep. spring, I my Jetta had a lot of miles on it. And a dent. And a lot of dents. <laughs> well, one big dent that I did. Um... <laughs> And I just didn't really want um, to go through another winter with it, frankly, especially having my daughter in the car a lot. So I went out and got something a little more winter ready. Mm -hmm. um, so that's good. Yeah. I have a car payment now, which again, yep. I didn't want, but <laughs> right. welcome to the real world. Real world. Real <laughs> world. Um, <sighs> yep. I was seeing a psychologist in the spring. I was doing weekly oh, appointments right. for anxiety and depression. Yeah. And then I got that terrible job with no benefits. So that got stopped. Yeah. And I just got this new job now. Right. So I could probably start doing that again, but I spent most of the year not doing therapy. Yeah. Which I wish I could have been doing. So that wasn't a good thing. But you did have me. Yeah. And you're really good for my mental health. Really make me feel better <laughs> about myself. Uh, yeah. That's, I think my, I think that's my story. Hmm. Um, so what are you looking forward to in 2020? I'm still in my shitty apartment. 2021. Um, oh, you know what? Over no. the last year, my, my, the whole divorce thing with my daughter has gotten better. I would say, 
Um, it's not nearly as, you know. Oh, sure. It was rough in the beginning. Right. Um, she's gotten more used to it now. She's adapting. Yeah. She's yeah. gotten a lot better about it. Which was to be expected. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, I'm still being told that when she has accidents at school, that that's because she's stressed about having to come to my house. I'm being fed that narrative by someone. Um, what? Yeah. I haven't told you about that part yet. No. That's new to you as of right now. I can tell you after the show. Um, so that's not good and it's pretty shitty that I'm being told that, but welcome to divorce. Okay. That's what divorce is. Didn't have to be this way, but that's what it's turned into. Um, okay. 2021. Yeah. I need the pandemic to be done. Yeah. Sooner than later. Right. I'm over the masks. I'm over the fucking sanitizer on my hands all the time. I'm over being paranoid about whether my daughter's hands are clean 24 hours a day. Mm. Uh, I'm done not being able to go to movie theaters and restaurants with my friends like I used to do. If movie theaters are even a thing. That, right. Uh, I'm sick of not having dating options. Like, right. you know, you try to, even, even if you're seeing a girl regularly, like I currently am, there's nowhere for us to go. Right. What, what are you going to do? Especially in the winter. Right. You know, it'd be different if this was, you know, Phoenix and you could, you know, it's summertime and you can just go out sure. and do whatever. Right. But uh, when it's fucking winter, you're stuck. You're fucked. Yeah. You can only take like a 15 minute walk. Yeah, all right. Freezing your right. balls off. And how many fucking times a week are you going to do that before you're right. like, fuck, I'm tired of walking in the winter. Yeah. I'm fucking bored. Yeah. So yeah, pandemic can fuck off. Um, I need this divorce to get wrapped up. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. as of the recording of this show, um, I, we have offered another settlement offer to the other side and I'm waiting to see what they say. If they yeah. say good enough, then finally this fucking thing will be over. Right. Give it a couple of weeks, sign the papers legally, and I'm done. Yeah. Or they come back and say, nope, we don't like it, and I'm back to square one again. Right. So maybe by the time this show airs, maybe it'll be it'll done. Maybe it'll be done. Maybe it'll be done. Maybe. It could be done. Yep. So, but if it's not, that needs to get finished up. Right. And I have zero control over when that happens. Right. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, 2021, I plan on moving out of my apartment. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as soon as the divorce is done, I'm taking the settlement money, and I'm moving on up mm-hmm. to a townhome okay which doesn't sound luxurious but it beats the fuck out of an apartment well that's where i am and it's better than apartment. i don't mind yeah i don't mind townhomes frankly yeah um now if i had five kids and a wife it'd be like oh townhomes yeah right. but literally it's me and mm-hmm. half the half the week my daughter yeah I, townhomes perfect yeah. i don't need more space than that and you're not like me where you're not as concerned about sharing walls no, I'm you not. don't blast no. your home theater no, system right, or have right. a recording studio. What I hate sharing is fucking hallways and parking lots. I hate sharing that. Yeah. It's just too many people around, especially yeah. during a pandemic. Yeah. This has been a fucking stressful year for a pandemic for me. Sure. Because every time I walk into my apartment building, I, I see somebody in the hallway. It's like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. You have no idea if they've got it or not. Are they right. wearing a mask? Are they not? You know? Right. And if I have my kid with me, it's even worse. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I need to get out of that apartment. And you know, I've said this, it's not a terrible place to live. No, it's, it's not, not like I'm living in an alley. No, but it's just not what I. It's not ideal. No, and um, you knew it was, but it was temporary. Yeah, it was. That, so, well, I was hoping it would only be a year, but <laughs> the divorce is still going, so that's right. why I'm still there. Yeah, but I mean, you're on month to month now. So I am. As soon as this is I'm done, out. you can pull the trigger. Sixty day notice is all I need. Yeah. Yep, I'm gone. Yeah. So yeah, that should be happening in 2021. Pandemic should end 2021. Both of those should happen in the spring. I'm hoping. Early to late spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kid starts kindergarten next fall. Nice. I'm excited for that. Okay. Um, I refer to that as the big show when I talk to her. The big show? Yeah. Or she's going to the big show. Oh. Um, 
which is a little bit funny because it's fucking kindergarten. Right. right. Yeah. Instead of cutting out paper at preschool, she's cutting out paper at an elementary school. That's really the only difference. Right. I mean, it's, you know. Right. But for her, it's a big deal because it's a different building and, okay. you know. It's a step Different up. teachers. Yeah. Right. Um, so that'll be exciting for me. Uh, and I'm hoping, much like you are, mm-hmm. that I... I'm involved with someone at some point in 2021. I hope that I'm mm-hmm. can look at myself and say, Hey, look, you're in a really, really good relationship and it's probably right. headed toward marriage. Yeah. I'm not going to be married. Yeah. I'm not rushing into anything. No, but I want to be able to say like, this is the person I'm pretty sure we're going to end up together long-term. Yeah. That's all I need. Yeah. Oh, last thing. Mm-hmm. Motorcycles got to be a priority in 2021. Yeah. We forgot to mention that in 2020. That's, that's true. 2020, I did get a motorcycle. You did. And I rode it once for about three minutes and I crashed it. Yeah. Yeah. But 2021. <laughs> You're going to learn how to ride. I'm that, taking please. the fucking safety course. I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm not going to fuck around with a permit. That's I've got right. the permit now. Yeah. Now I just got to go sign up. Yep. So 2021, I'm taking the fucking safety course. I'm going to learn to ride that fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Watch out. Right. Okay. That's 2021 for me. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, you nailed it. I need to... Uh... I need to be done with this online dating thing. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of misfires and I've met one person that had long-term potential. Yeah. In two years and 30 dates. Yeah. One person fit the bill for long-term potential and she did not feel the same way. I need that to be over and done with because I've done it long enough. I've put in my fucking dues. Um, I would say that after writing to almost 2,700 people in the course of two years, I've paid my dues and it's time yeah, for something I would to say, happen. Yeah, I'd say it's about time. That's a big one. Um, obviously, I've got to figure out a career thing. Yeah. Um, getting laid off really threw me, threw me for a loop. And I thought I had a plan. The whole web developer thing made a little bit of a, a sense until I thought more about it and heard about the bad job prospects. Yeah. And the realities of me getting a really, really good job right out the gate kind of sunk in and realized it wasn't going to happen. And now with my experience and my degree, I have no fucking idea what I'm going to do to earn enough money to pay the bills. Right. I got to figure that out. Yeah. Um, and I can do... Again, I've got enough in savings and severance where I can do some lower paying job for a while to supplement mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. But at some point that's going to run out and I, you know, sooner rather than later, it'd be nice to find a job where I'm making enough money to support myself where I don't have zero in the savings. Right. You know? Right. Um, that would be nice. Yeah. Those are the two really big ones for me. I also would like this fucking pandemic to be over mm. just like everyone else in the world. Mm-hmm. Um it's uh and i know we sound kind of selfish first world problems bitchy when we say Mm -hmm. i need this to be done because people have died from it i get it but um you know for for those of us that are lucky enough not to have gotten it or to have gotten it and not died from it it's still um it's a bitch Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's more than just not being able to take a girl anywhere. It's, right. I mean, I lost my fucking job because of it. Right. You know? Right. Um, and it's a lot of, you know, like we had talked earlier, the movie theaters, if they're even a thing, mm-hmm. um, they're still making movies, mm-hmm. but now they're starting to release them on streaming services mm-hmm. because there's no guarantee that they're going to make any money in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if the theaters don't have these big movies to mm-hmm. put on the screen, 
then they're not going to bring any people in if and when they ever can open again. Right. So are they going, is the whole, you know, is the cinema going to survive? Right. I don't know. Right. That's tricky. Anyway, that's kind of off topic. Well, and I just to throw in, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I kind of made it sound like it's me, me, me and whatever. And, and I get, you know, first world problems, you know, can't go to restaurants, whatever. But, and I didn't say this, but I think it's probably uns, you know, you know, unspoken. The loneliness and the isolation, mm-hmm. you know, just wears, wears, wears you down. I mean, you just, right. you know, you can't for everybody. That's not what, you know, mm-hmm. whether you've been directly impacted or not, we've all spent a lot more time alone, fucking sitting at home alone this oh, year than for sure. any other year. Right. And that just wears you down. You just can't, yeah. we're not built for that. Yeah. So. No, and that's, a th- it, it would be nice to have, um, you know a family get together where we don't have right. to wear masks inside of a house and right. be six feet apart or whatever, right. or having to cancel entirely because right. the numbers are so high that we right. have to do a zoom Christmas and a zoom Thanksgiving and right. a zoom nephew's birthdays and you know, whatever. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, the pandemic needs to be done. Yeah. Um, I would like to release an album or two in 2021. Mm. Um, I mean, I've been, I've, I released one in 2018, mm-hmm. two in 2019, two in 2020. Hmm. It'd be cool if I could release two in 2021. It's a lot of material. It is a lot of material. Um, mm. But, you know, I tell you what, that when I did the COVID-19 album, that kind of kept me sane. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I talked about it in a previous show, but I'd, I'd lost my job and I was just waiting to get called back because mm-hmm. at that point it was a temporary layoff and mm-hmm. I thought that I was going to get reinstated. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, I needed a way to fill my time and I wasn't going to go look for another job because I thought I still right. had a job. He just had, right. you know, to tread water until right. I got that. And that was actually a good release for me. Mm. Um, and I think it turned out pretty well. I liked the album quite a bit. Um, and the other one that I released, um, I had pre that was already ready to go. And I mm-hmm. was going to release that in the spring. Um, but then when COVID hit and I'm like, oh, I should probably do a timely COVID album instead. Yeah, so right. I did that and then released the one that I'd already recorded. So that was already done. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like at the stage now where I still, I want to keep doing that because mm-hmm. it's a great release for me, mm-hmm. but I don't know what the fuck to write about. Yeah. I don't know either. I mean, I've kind of covered it. Yeah. You know, five albums, man. I've, right. That's a lot of material. I don't know what else right. to talk about. Right. So... I don't know. We'll see if that happens. Right. I, oh, I did mention this in a previous show. I would like to do a instrumental Christmas hymn album yeah. for next for Christmas 2021. Yeah. So that would be kind of cool. That would be cool. Agreed. But yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Need a job. Need a woman. No pandemic. Maybe release a couple albums. That's it. That'll make me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be nice if, you know my new car didn't break down. Yeah. Um, it'd be nice if I got a job that I didn't lose and get right. some stability. It'd be nice if I don't have to, you know, file for bankruptcy. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> sure is bleak right now, boy. I can it's tell not, you yeah, it's not good. No. <laughs> but, yep, that's what we're looking at. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I hope everyone's doing well. Yeah. Mm. Well, or as well as can be expected. Yeah. Yeah, in this COVID holiday season. Right. Fuck it. So, happy new year and welcome 2021. Thank you, everybody. Please be better than the last fucking yes, year. Yes, thank you for listening. Okay. <laughs>